Hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. I'm Sam Waldron. Today, we're going to focus on 14 female singers from the 50s who don't always get the attention they deserve. These singers had so much talent, I hesitate to call them anything like second tier, but they're not quite as famous as Rosemary Clooney, Patti Page, Mary Ford, Brenda Lee, and the like. Today, we'll hear from Jane Morgan. Here's a hint, you don't want to miss her as well as Miss Tony Fisher, Annette, Kathy Linden, Laverne Baker, and nine more singers from the 50s who deserve to be remembered. Let's start with Dodie Stevens, who was one day shy of her 13th birthday, so she wasn't even a teenager when her record Pink Shoelaces first made the Billboard Hot 100. Heaven knows, but I'm wild about his crazy clothes. He wears tan shoes with pink shoelaces, a polka dot vest, and man, oh man. He wears tan shoes with pink shoelaces and a big Panama with a purple hat band. He takes me deep sea fishing in a submarine. We go to drive in movies in a limousine. He's got a Fort Liberty and a 12-foot yacht. Not all he's got. He's got tan shoes with pink shoelaces, a polka dot vest, and man, oh man, he wears tan shoes with pink shoelaces and a big Panama with a purple hat band. Going to war, so he went out and enlisted in a fighting corps. But he landed in the rig for raising such a storm when they tried to put him in a uniform. He wanted tan shoes with pink shoelaces, a polka dot vest, and man, oh man, he wanted tan shoes with pink shoelaces and a big Panama with a purple hat band. Started feeling sick, and he decided that he better make his will out quick. He said, Just before the angels come to carry me, I want it down and right and how to bury me. I'm wearing tan shoes with pink shoelaces, a polka dot vest, and man, oh man, I gave me tan shoes with pink shoelaces and a big Panama with a purple hat band. <laughs> Dodie Stevens and Pink Shoelaces, about a guy who was quite a dresser, and he had a 12-foot yacht. That song reached number three on the Billboard bestseller list. Another young singer who was essentially a one-hit wonder was Linda Scott. She was still in high school when she produced a million-selling hit record, I've Told Every Little Star. Dumb.
Linda Scott and her hit record, I've Told Every Little Star. Well, after Scott and Dodie Stevens, our next singer offers a bit of a contrast, Laverne Baker. Baker was a black from Chicago, and in the 1940s, she performed and recorded under the name Little Miss Sharecropper. In 1956, recording under the name Laverne Baker, she had a number one R&B hit called Jim Dandy. Hey, Jim Dandy, get out there and go. That was Laverne Baker. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm Sam Waldron. Our theme today is some female singers from the 1950s who deserve lots more recognition than they might otherwise get. It's not uncommon for a singer to record an answer song to somebody else's hit record, but in this case, Laverne Baker did the job herself. With this one, it's called... Jim Dandy got married. Jim Daddy, love Jim Daddy. Jim Daddy got married. 
Okay, well, there's everything we need to know about Jim Dandy, and I don't think anybody would accuse Laverne Baker of being shy about her singing. Baker had a bunch of R&B hits after those two singles in 1956. She went on tour with Bill Haley and the Comets, worked with Ed Sullivan on TV, and was in a couple of movies. Our next singer, worth remembering, had so much talent that when she was still a teenager, she played the piano and violin in several symphony orchestras in her home state of New Jersey. Her name was Kathy Linden, and after she was discovered by a record producer when she was just 19, she made it into the national limelight with a couple of hit records, each one featuring the name of a boy. This one's called Goodbye, Jimmy, Goodbye. See you again, but I don't know. 
Kathy Linden. And now here's her other late 1950s hit record, this one called Billy. Kathy Linden didn't have any more notable hits, but in 2019, after a half-century break from recording, she released an album called The Love That's In My Heart. And now, we come to a singer who was born in Philadelphia and named Myrtle Audrey Arensberg. If you don't recognize that name, well, you're not alone. Young Myrtle won a teenage singing contest and some talent shows, and after high school, she took a job selling cars, and started making records on the side as Audrey Grant. In 1955, she recorded a top ten hit called Suddenly There's a Valley, and the following year, she had a number one hit, The Wayward Wind. Wind, flat yearns to one. 
next of kin to the wayward wind. Oh, I met him there in a border town. He vowed we'd never part, though he tried his best to settle down. a restless wind, a restless wind that yearns to wander, and he was born the next of kin, the next of kin to the wayward wind, the next of Gogie Grant and her 1956 number one hit single, The Wayward Wind. Grant went on to star in a couple of movies and a bunch more recordings, but she never quite achieved the level of stardom again. I'm Sam Waldron. This episode of 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s is focused on female singers from the 1950s who deserve to be remembered and are sometimes overlooked. They didn't have quite the big names of Connie Francis and Brenda Lee and Patty Page, not to mention Rosemary Clooney, but they had terrific talent. And now, I want to tell you a little bit about a country singer you might never have heard of. I didn't even know of her back in the 1950s. Her name was Margie Bowes, and like some other singers in today's show, she started serious singing when she was just in grade school. When she was 13, she started showing up on TV programs including one called the Virginia Barn Dance. In 1958, when she was just 17, she appeared on the Grand Old Opry and won a nationwide talent search contest sponsored by Pet Milk. In 1959, Bose released a top 10 country hit called Poor Old Heartsick Me. Thank you. 
That's a singing voice that was very familiar in the 1950s. A Canadian-born singer named Giselle McKenzie 
and her sweet ballad called Hard to Get. Mackenzie was a popular star of your hit parade on radio and television, and she made many recordings. She sold a lot of copies of her cover of a song called Seven Lonely Days. Canadian sweetheart Giselle McKenzie. Still ahead this hour, a young singer who was so popular that just the mention of her first name was enough to identify her to most teenagers, especially boys, and an answer song to Johnny Cash's recording of A Boy Named Sue. I'm Sam Waldron, and our theme today is female singers in the 1950s who deserve to be remembered. Earlier in the show, we heard songs named after boys, Jimmy and Billy, and a singer named Sue Thompson used that same formula, if it was a formula, to get a hit song about a guy named Norman. Oh, 
Sue Thompson, and a teenage heartbreaker called Sad Movies Make Me Cry. That one and Norman each sold more than a million records. And for some reason, both those recordings were top ten hits in Australia. Thompson later co-hosted a television show in Los Angeles, eventually became a country singer, and appeared in Las Vegas, too. Now, let's turn to a singer of great talent named Kathy Carr. Carr was born in New York City, and as a child, she appeared on a local TV show and later sang with the orchestra of Sammy Kay. Carr recorded for several record labels and turned out almost 30 singles, but she had only one big hit, Ivory Tower, which came out in 1956. It sounded like this. Don't lock yourself in 
Kathy Carr and her one and only hit record, Ivory Tower. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s, and I'm Sam Waldron. Today we're listening to records by 1950s female singers who should not be forgotten, even if they weren't megastars. Next up is someone whose face and name were probably known by almost every teenage boy in the late 1950s. Her name was Annette Funicello, and as I remember it, all you had to do was mention her first name, and everybody knew who you were talking about. Annette came to fame as a member of Walt Disney's Mickey Mouseketeers singing group, who appeared on black and white television many weekday afternoons. By the end of that show's first season, Annette was receiving 6,000 letters a month. She and the rest of the Mouseketeers presented a wholesome, upbeat image that was carefully honed by Walt Disney himself. Annette eventually starred in a lot of beach-type movies with Frankie Avalon and made it onto the record charts with a song called Tall Paul. Annette Funicello and Tall Paul. 
Long about 1959, a young singer named Miss Tony Fisher had a strange-sounding hit record called The Big Hurt. The strange sounds came from a mixing mistake in the studio, and the record producers decided they liked it, so it never got corrected. She was called Miss Tony Fisher, so the story goes, to make sure the audience knew that her powerful voice was actually that of a woman, not a man. Tony Fisher, and The Big Hurt. Three years later, Fisher had a top 40 hit called West of the Wall about two unhappy lovers who found themselves separated by the Berlin Wall. Now here's a name you might or might not know, Bonnie Guitar. She was mostly a studio musician, and eventually she became an executive in the country music division of RCA Victor. But Bonnie Guitar made 39 single records and 13 studio albums, Here's her biggest hit record called Dark Moon. Because I've lost my love 
1957 Bonnie Guitar. And here's a recording from that same year that I admit I didn't know about until many years after the 1950s. It's a one-hit wonder by Betty Ann Blake. Blake was just 19 when she became the featured singer for the orchestra of Buddy Morrow, and she recorded a sweet ballad that I really like called Jersey Boy. Jersey boy, come hear my call I love you the most of all Apple cider, ginger beer Jersey boy, come join me here Jersey boy, from Hackensack We'll go strolling down the track Lilacs bloom but once a year Jersey boy, come volunteer Then we'll walk around the park Where we'll hear the meadow lark April rains will turn to mist The moment you and I have kissed Jersey Sweet, seductive sound by Betty Ann Blake, Jersey Boy. 
We have time for one more recording artist, Jane Morgan. Morgan had the sound of a sophisticated cabaret singer, and she hit the big time in 1956 with a recording called Fascination. Most of the first half of this record is taken up by violins and accordions, setting the mood, and then we get to hear Jane Morgan's powerful voice. record fascination. In the 1960s, Johnny Cash had a hit song called A Boy Named Sue, and Jane Morgan responded with an answer song called A Girl Named Johnny Cash. I 
be black in back behind the trash And curse that lousy drunkard who had named me Johnny Cash Then I walked the streets in Nashville I was feeling low and lost Thought I'd go and change my name No matter what it cost I stood in line behind a man who turned an in a flash. He said, my name is Sue, and I said, great, I'm Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Now me and Sue is married with a little boy and girl. The boy was christened Jessica, and the girl was christened Earl. And when my Sue comes home from work, gets up the stairs, we dash. Cause I love to hear my little Susie say, I love you, Johnny Cash. Well, I gotta say, that may be the best answer song I've heard. Performed by Jane Morgan, a girl named Johnny Cash. That's our show for today. It certainly demonstrates how much female singing talent there was in the 50s beyond the megastars. I'm Sam Waldron, and now from Margie Bowers, Betty Ann Blake, Annette, Giselle McKenzie, Kathy Linden, Bonnie Guitar, Dodie Stevens, Laverne Baker, and all the rest of us here at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and so long for now. <laughs>